Good Humius, the crafty man replied. If only the gods would pay back their outrage, wild and reckless young cubs conniving here. In another's house, they've got no sense of shame. And now as the two confided in each other, the goathered Menelanthius sauntered toward them, herding his goats with a pair of drovers' help, the pick of his fox to make the suitor's meal. Under the echoing porch he tethered these, then turned on Odysseus once again with cutting insults. Still alive? Still hounding your betters? Begging round the house? Why don't you cart yourself away? Get out. Well, we'll never part, I swear, till we taste each other's fists. Riff-raff. You and your begging make us sick. Get out. We're hardly the only bank one on the island. No reply. The wily one just shook his head, silent, mind churring with thoughts of his bloody work. There to arrive was Philotius, that good cowherd, prodding in for the crowd what a heifer and fat goats. Boatmen had brought them over from the mainland, crews who ferry across travelers too. Whoever comes from the passage, under echoing porch, he tethered the heads well, and then approached to the swineherd, full of questions. Who's the stranger, you must? Just come to the house. What roots does this man claim? Who are his people? Where are his blood kin? His father's fields? Poor beggar. But what a build, royal, a royal king's. Ah, once the god weave trouble into our lives, they drive us across the earth. They drown us all in pain, even the kings of the realm. And with that thought, he walked up to Odysseus, gave him his right hand with a wing greeting. Cheers, old friend. Old father, here's to your luck. Great days from this day on. Sallow now are you as with so much trouble. Father Zeus, no gods more deadly than you. No mercy for men. You give them life yourself, then plunge them into misery. Brutal hardship. I broke into sweat, my friend, when I first saw you. See, my eyes still burn with tears, remembering him. Odysseus, he must wear such rags. I know it. Knocking about, drifting through the world, if he's still alive and sees the light of day. If he's dead already, he's lost in the house of death. My heart aches for Odysseus, my great lord and master, who set me in charge of his herds in the Cephalonian country. When I was just a youngster, how they've grown by now, past counting, no mortal man on earth could breed a finer stock of oxen, no broad in the brow, they thrive like ears of corn. But just look, these interlopers tell me to drive them in for their own private feasts, not a thought for the young prince in the house, they never flinch, no regards for the god's wrath, in their mad rush to carve up his goods, my master gone so long. I'm tossed from horn to horn in my own mind. What a traitor I'd be, with the prince still alive, if I'd run off to some other country, herds and all, to noose at a stranger. But ah, isn't it worse to hold out here, tending the herds from, for our upstarts? Not their owners, suffering all the pains of hell? I could have fled, ages ago, to some great king who'd give me shelter. It's unbearable here. True. But I still dream of my old master. Unlucky man. 
if only he'd drop in from the blue and drive these suitors in a route throughout the halls. Coward, the cool tactician Odysseus answered. You're no coward, and nobody's fool, I'd say. Even I can see their sense in that old head. So I tell you this on my solemn, binding oath. I swear by Zeus, the first of all gods, by the table of hospitality waiting for us, by Odysseus's hearth, I have come for help. Odysseus will come while you're still here. You'll see it with your own eyes, if you have the heart. These suitors who lord it here cut down in blood. Stranger, if only, the coward cried aloud. If only Zeus can make that oath come true. It's in my power, my fighting arms in action. Eumaeus echoed his prayer to all the gods, that their wise king would soon come home again.